नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजेवनोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास जय मुदीर नष्टप्रायशभद्रेशो निगवत सूतम श्लोक भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकीडिंग फ्रम श्रीमद्भागवत फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट नंबर ट्वेंटी सिक्स दधारात्रु अनलाधारणारात्रु अनलाधारण दस स्वेहम हेर ओन बॉडी महता ग्रेट सेंट्स मही यसा मोस्ट वर्शिपुल मुहु अगेन एंड अगेन समारोपित सीटेड अंकम ऑन द लैप आधारा रेस्पेक्टफुली जिहा सती विशिंग टू गिव अप दक्षरुषा ड्यू टू एंगर टूवर्ड्स दक्षा मनस्विनी वॉलंटरली दधारा प्लेस्ड खात्रेशु on the limbs of the body anilagni dharanam meditation on the fire and air translation purport by divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad ki jai thus in order to give up her body which has been so respectfully and affectionately seated on the lap of lord shiva who is worshiped by great sages and saints sati due to anger towards her father began to meditate on the fiery air within the body purport lord shiva is described here in as the best of all great souls although sati's body was born of daksha 
Lord Shiva used to adore her by sitting her on his lap. This is considered a great token of respect. Thus Sati's body was not ordinary. But still she decided to give it up because it was the source of unhappiness because of its connection with Daksha. This severe example set by Sati is to be followed. One should be extremely careful about associating persons who are not respectful to the higher authorities. It is instructed therefore in Vedic literature that one should always be free from the association of atheists and non-devotees and should try to associate with devotees for by association of devotees can be one can be elevated to the platform of self-realization. This injunction is stressed in many places in Srimad Bhagavatam. If one wants to be liberated from the clutches of material existence then one has to associate with great souls and if one wants to continue one's material existential life, then one may associate with persons who are materialistic. The materialistic way of life is based on sex life. Thus, both becoming addicted to sex life and associating with persons who are addicted to sex life are condemned in Vedic literature because such association will simply interfere with one's spiritual progress. However, association great personalities, devotees who are great souls will elevate one to the spiritual platform. Sati Devi decided to quit the body she had obtained from Daksha's body and she wanted to transfer herself to another body so that she might have completely uncontaminated association with Lord Shiva. Of course, it is understood that in her next life she would take birth as the daughter of the Himalayas, Parvati, and then she would again accept Lord Shiva as her husband. Sati and Lord Shiva are eternally related. Even after she changes her body, their relationship is never broken. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport. So, Mother Sati was such a powerful personality that she could just by meditating on the fiery element in the body she could induce that fire to burn the body and then leave the body all these things are unheard of in the modern world This body is made up of different elements, cross body and subtle body, cross body of Panchabhuta, subtle body of mind, intelligence and ego. And whole combination is the, of this body is the, is a robot. Biopsychophysical robot. What is it? Biopsychophysical robot. This body. So, (coughs) 
greatly greatly accomplished souls like sati of course she is the controller of all the material energy she is the external energy of the lord so she can do all these things she can do anything this kind of feats are possible for her so she herself raised her life air as we discussed yesterday from the abdomen to the navel to the heart to the throat through eyebrows to the head and by meditating on the fiery element the body was burnt the soul has all these powers the soul can do all these things it is said that she induced fire by meditating on the fiery element in the body and fire predominantly fire acted when she meditated on the fire fiery element in the body the same way the soul is different the body is different the soul is different and all the eight elements are different when the soul meditates too much on one of the elements then that elements uh, dominates like sometimes we say why are you become mental because he is always most of the time meditating on his mind i am the mind or sometimes we say why are you become so intellectual because then he will intellectualize everything mental means he will emotionalize everything otherwise we say why are you becoming so egoistic because he is he, he the soul is continuously dealing with his ego feeding his ego it's another element so the ego is prominent then we say is egoistic mind is prominent you say he is sentimental when he is uh, intellectual then we say he is very argumentative argumentative rasa is intellectual rasa i am right i win the intellectual identification of the soul with the intellect identification of the soul with the mind become emotional everything is emotional similarly there is identification with the body identification in the body itself as it is said different elements are there earth water fire air ether 
yesterday we heard the purport proper says that by spiritual elevation one can cure all bodily elements can cure all bodily elements automatically it's a by product one does not have to endeavor so we have to um the solution to all problems is spiritual awakening another point that propat brings out in this purport is how sati was so much respected by even lord shiva adored and respected affectionately seated on the lap of lord shiva who is shiva whom shiva is one of the greatest souls as it is described here he is described here as the best of all great souls she could sit on the lap of lord shiva so that was her qualification and <clears throat> it is propad uses this sentence here that this severe example set by sati is to be followed what is that she gave up her body which she considered as inauspicious to be connected like that this severe example set by sati is to be followed when one takes initiation also one gets a second birth the meaning of second birth means one should consider the old body is dead now there is a new body old body has its own false ego as owner and once one surrenders to the spiritual master one does not he changes his relationship with the body what is the change in the relationship with the body this body is not mine but is an instrument of my spiritual master so whole change in relationship with the body happens has to happen ought to happen that is the meaning of second birth you freshly live in this body which means the old ways of proprietorship over body those egos are called false egos they are all deposited in the body in the subtle body all those are false egos i may decide i don't want to create any more false egos but old false egos are sitting in our memory they are called memory egos old false ego false egos activities false egos experiences false egos pleasures false egos pain it's all seated in the chitta in our consciousness that is how the material life is continuing a sense of continuity in this body is established because the mind is it's all built up in the chitta that is why we are different from a child our own childhood 
ಅವ್ರ ಚೈಲ್ಡ್ಹುಡ್ ಮೆಂಟಾಲಿಟಿ ಅವ್ರ ಚೈಲ್ಡ್ಹುಡ್ ಚಿತ್ತ ಇಸ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಅಡಲ್ಟ್ ಚಿತ್ತ ವೈ ವಾಟ್ ಹಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪೆಂಡ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಚೇಂಜ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಇಂಪ್ರೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಬಿಲ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ಯಾಮಿನೇಟೆಡ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಸೊ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಒನ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ವೇ ಸತಿ ಗೇವ್ ಅಪ್ ಅದರ ಈಸ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಬೈ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಟು ದಿ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಫಾಲ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರೊಪ್ರೈಟರ್ಶಿಪ್ ಓವರ್ ಅವರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಫಾಲ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರೊಪ್ರೈಟರ್ಶಿಪ್ ಓವರ್ ಅದರ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಲಸ್ಟ್ when you think you are the proprietor then you want to engage that in your service i am owner means i i have to enjoy krishna is the only owner and enjoyer of everything absolute and we can be we can enjoy being enjoyed so throughout the spiritual literature the advice is to disidentify from the body not simply disidentify that it is not spirit it is matter but disidentify it that is only very elementary the real disidentification means disidentifying from its ownership false ownership and understanding that this is a tool given to me to serve the owner of this body who is krishna krishikena hushikesha sevanam so that is another way of looking at propal's instruction this severe example set by sati is to be followed but who can follow exactly what sati did meditate and burn the body out right but by the by the act of surrender to spiritual master the spiritual master can burn all the past association with the body and create a fresh association with the body as a servant of the lord so initiation means a new life same body but new life so a lot of disturbance will be there in this body from the old impressions old karma everything but by following the uh instructions of the spiritual master which are very specifically designed to cleanse the consciousness by chanting hare krishna deity worship taking prasadam the lifestyle vaishnava lifestyle by following all these things one gets these are the different powerful factors which if we take if we administer to this body then the body mind system becomes purified we can contract these things and engage in devotional service fruitive activities is always a competitor to 
devotional service when we surrender to spiritual master we surrender for to we means we want to engage in a new life of devotional service to krishna as again service to my false independent ego false ego i am this body the whole world is running on this concept i am this body which is fundamentally flawed with respect to what we really are you see the whole world is running on this concept i am this body i am this body then i have to take care of my body i have to satisfy my body i have to enjoy my senses i have to satisfy all the demands of the body Prabhupada makes a statement here that the materialistic way of life is based on sex life. How is that? This is the vision, this is the perception of this material world from the viewpoint of Bhagavatam. in the view point of our scriptures because people are centered around the bodily concept of life that means mistaking the soul to be the body or mistaking the body to be my soul instead of soul concept of self we are in bodily concept of self the whole world is running like that so once one considers oneself as this body then all the bodily demands and the and the um most forceful demand of the body as a whole individual senses may demand tongue may demand taste this may demand like that but sex life is one sex attraction is one the whole body is deeply in bodily concept it, it takes one to deep bodily concept of life it is designed like that the chemicals everything is designed like that the soul is neither male nor female first one soul is made to identify himself with a male body right from childhood another is uh, another soul some souls as male some souls as females maya as the living entity grows first the living entity does not know any the small child does not know any differences male is same female is same brother is same sister is same everybody is same 
Solely the Maya amplifies differences more than oneness. Sexual difference is one small difference. Oneness, even materially speaking, oneness is more. Is it not? Male also has two eyes, you also have two eyes. Like that you take everything. Oneness is more. Then differences are amplified. Childhood. Because we all have a tendency to know. Curiosity. Satya, Chitta, Nananda. So Chitta. Curiosity is also soul's propensity. So society creates that curiosity. From that it is trapped and then whole process of in other words, you take the soul and put in a female body, the same soul will act like a female. You take the soul and put in the male body, it will act like a male. So, are you a male or a female? It's a thought experiment. Take the soul and put in a female body. And what will happen to you? You will act like a female. I go and sit inside a male body, I will act like a male. Just like I go and sit in an airplane, I will fly like a airplane. I go and sit on a cycle, I will move like a cycle. So speed of the cycle, Speed of the airplane is not my speed. Qualities of a male, qualities of a female are not my qualities. Soul concept of life means I am eternal servant of Krishna. It's a functional de definition. I am eternal servant of Krishna. Whether I get a male body or a female body, if I get a female body, I'll... It's colored, doesn't matter, but I am a female servant of Krishna. I get a male body, I am a male servant of Krishna. Male body, female body is an instrument, belongs to God. Meant to serve God. God is the owner of all bodies. Material body is the owner through external energy. Spiritual world, spiritual bodies, they also, owner is the Lord's internal energy. The living entity is Brahman, but it has got a potential to take on body. Because Brahman is person. Mayavadis say, Brahman, Aham, Brahmasmi, impersonal, consciousness. But the soul is actually personal consciousness. That means the consciousness which has the potential to be a person, potential to have body, potential to have senses, potential to have mind, potential to have intellect, potential to enjoy rasa. Unlimited rasas. Impersonalists want only one rasa. 
Aham Brahmasmi Rasa. They're going and, you know, when the living entity has got the potential for unlimited varieties of happiness, varieties of life, varieties of pleasure. Either in association with Krishna or independently. Independently means in the material world. It's governed by laws of nature. Material world. Material world also you have body. In spiritual world also you have body. Here the attitude is false ego in us, independent happiness. No problem. Krishna gives us the opportunity. In the spiritual world, it is to satisfy Krishna's ego, Krishna's body, Krishna's mind, Krishna's senses. So, the right kind of relationship with this body, as I explained in the earlier class also, self-realization means redefining our relationship with this body. That's all it is. But by redefining our relationship, we wake up. Now we are defined our relationship artificially saying that I am this material body. So first step is redefine. I am not this body, but this body is to be used as a servant of Krishna. I am not the proprietor. It is so Intellectually so easy to understand, I am not this proprietor. Because you have no decision, you, you have no role to make it grow. Somebody else is making it grow, Kala. Something not in your control, you generally think, oh, mera nahi hai. Is it not? This is not mine. Very easy to disidentify something not mine. If you see it's control, I am not controlling. Did you decide how many millimeter your nose will grow in five years? No, huh? but it is growing. Huh? Somebody is moving it. <laughs> somebody is making me grow old. So, proprietary is somebody, controller is somebody of this body. So, how much in the illusion I should think that I am this body? So when you feel that Kala is continuously acting on the body, Kala is a default, actually proprietor. And finally Kala makes one grow old and destroys the body. Then again Kala gives a new body. Daivanetrena, by divine arrangement, you get a new body. So when you come out of the bodily concept of life, now we see this significance of Prabhupada's statement that the materialistic way of life is based on sex life, thus both becoming addicted to sex life and associating with persons who are addicted to sex life are condemned in the Vedic literature because such association simply interfere with one's spiritual progress. 
our association great personalities devotees who are great souls will elevate one to spiritual platform association with karmis means you know you get you adopt their value of success in life just like prabhupada was in bombay he was going with his disciples one very rich man invited prabhupada to his new house and then prabhupada was being taken room by room this is that this is this this is master bedroom this that one this one this that and all and he was going forward room after room and propat quietly turned to one of his disciples who were with him he said he is describing his sex life this is a vision because it's in it's in limited completely in gross bodily concept of life then bodily relationship punas charvita charvanana again wife again children again property again grandchildren again a child again aspiring for a good wife for a good husband again children again property again social society friendship all these things and then fail again die this is punas charvita charvananam chewing the chew same rasa chewing and chewing and chewing so how to come out of the bodily concept of life is to act on the basis that the body is an instrument to serve the lord the problem is not with the body problem is with the soul body is not in bodily concept of life who is in bodily concept of life soul the problem is with the soul poor fellow body <laughs> body is neutral body is neutral the problem is with the soul i am the body body is neutral you engage me in service of krishna i am okay you engage me in in service of a false ego i am okay is neutral because it is lifeless it is lifeless the problem is with us the problem is with the consciousness the problem is with the body with the with the soul who is thinking he is the owner of the soul owner of the body krishna says in the bhagavad gita the soul is the owner of the body but there is a super owner the super soul so i can own something on behalf of the super soul because i have i it's a fact that i have been given right if i want to lift my hand i can lift my hand so temporarily i am owner i can use it a owner can use it but you use it for itself false ego i am this i am this body is a is a concept it's a false ego it's a illusory self 
an illusory self is created in our chit and we continuously serve that illusory chit so devotion service means serving free from acting free from false ego how can you act free from false ego when i don't want any gratification from this body but i want gratification for krishna through my body if my hand can do something it should do for krishna leg can do something it should do for krishna eyes can do something it is do for krishna so we cannot we cannot break our relationship with the body we have to redefine our relationship we cannot break our we don't freedom to break our relationship then we have to commit suicide we cannot commit suicide like uh, sati it cannot be called suicide we can also take out our body but that is called suicide that is called papa karma any questions hari krishna prabhu hari krishna yeah uh, it is said that uh, by engaging our body and mind uh, we uh, we get situated in spiritual realization yasya harerdasya karmana vacha manasagira nikilashwari avasthasu jivan mukta sauchate and uh, here we see that sati is already engaged in uh, devotional service of uh, shiva and uh, she uh, that means her body mind and uh, intelligence and uh, consciousness everything is in the service of the lord already and yet she is again saying that uh, uh, i want to give up this body why is this uh, because she has already decided identified herself with the mind and body but again she is, she wants to give it up as she says because of its connection reality is its connection with the father and father is an offender of lord shiva so it keep me reminding me of this truth i am capable of engaging this body fully in service of lord shiva no problem this body or that body but constantly this reminder is coming this body is because the fact no material body you get through somebody that it was given by him and there are a lot of association with that because father means there is a gratitude father means there is a relationship i don't want i not only want to give up the body that the father gave i want to give up all connection with my so called father that could be the reason why sati because that consciousness still remains she wanted to clean up that i have nothing to do with you so therefore anyway she takes another body which will not remind her of such things in other words in her consciousness she didn't want any connection with this person the mood is that's a mood when people are offensive to prabhupada we should think i have no connection with this person no is partly partly that thing partly this let me you know associate with him no don't associate with him if he is offensive but we have to define what is offensiveness 
generally devotees who chant 16 rounds they are not offensive they may be ignorant ignorantly offending ignorantly we all offend to disobey instruction of spiritual master is also offense how many things we disobey <laughs> we are talking about offensive when they become envious that's a serious offense cannot be near such person those who are envious of prabhupada different kinds of offenses disobeying the spiritual master consciously willfully disobeying ignorantly without knowing all offenses cannot be same becoming inimical envious inimical to prabhupada attacking prabhupada attacking prabhupada's movement we have seen such people what kind of guru is is misled everybody among devotees you can see there was one uh, name i forgot one gaudiya sanyasi was attacking prabhupada in chennai chennai he was in chennai gaudiya attacking prabhupada he spoiled the gaudiya parampara how he has accepted these foreigners how he given this thing how he is given sanyas to them how he written in purport like this this is not the correct purport this is not the correct translation offensive they can become very offensive she not see such people's face just reality i'm saying there exist people who are also against prabhupada because of their pride that i know more i know what is right re palena parichayate krishna has empowered him that alone is enough for devotee krishna has empowered him to spread his name means he is a most confidential servant of krishna the next impossible task that kind of a service the lord has given to shila prabhupada that is not enough envious people never see this envious people people want to see what they want to see where is wrong any other question yes hari krishna prabhu prabhu that this past time of sati we see that uh, sati uh, destroyed her own body because she was connected to lord shiva and uh, lord shiva was blasphemed by daksha now the another case like when devotee joins temple is a full time and their parents uh, they will be very against the organization they will blaspheme prabhupad and senior devotees so what should the devotee do in that case they are again their their blaspheming is also one small smaller level blaspheming because of their attachment to you not because of anger towards not because of envy towards them before you joined they were not blaspheming <laughs> after you joined they blaspheming with their attachment is manifesting like this so it's a lesser offense and also that offense also prabhupada will see prabhupada should take the offense no prabhupada will think kya hai beta ko de diya hai 
बोलने न तो रहा सो ही फॉर गिवज दम जस्ट लाइक वी ऑल्सो विन द कमन ब्लैसमस नो द लीडर्स वी डोंट गेट एंग्री बिकॉज वी आर ऑलवेज इमीडिएटली थिंकिंग वॉट अरे डिवोटीज हियर लेटम दे विल क्राई दे विल से दे विल गेट एंग्री वी शुड टॉलरेट so don't be technical if they forgot and forgiven see the spirit of it it's not actually blasphemy by words they may say and we forgive also devotees forgive prabhupad forgives just like you can say those who are not following july 9 letter all are all offenders yeah but disobeying the order is offense how do you or me know how prabhupad is looking at them whether it's forgiving them or not acha okay they want to become guru so much service they are doing ban jao chhod do how to protect the movement i'll find some other way is kan bangalore came out and propad is established nobody can change that in this group and he is empowering and we are growing is not easy not easy without his mercy it's not easy when the issue began we were 30 devotees and 75% completed temple 25% still even oat was not there guest house was still under construction no vkl no nothing nothing this is all this Six acre boundary wall and thirty devotees. Where are we now? That means there is a plan of Prabhupada. He is our leader. He is leading us. He is leading us. Mystically, he is leading us. That's what we should always believe. We should always have that faith. Few mortals like us is not. leading is eternal transcendentally situated spiritual master he is live live and people say spiritual master has to be living you should supply you should reply that spiritual master means always living there's one quote where propach says spiritual master living jesus christ is he living is always spiritual master means living propach says how will you progress without a living spiritual master that's it's it's a, it's a, some people get convinced correct correct living spiritual master actually you need spiritual master is always living but you need association of living sadhus that need that is there it's a need that need that is there they interpreted to be you need a living in flesh and blood spiritual master what happens to devotees let's say one month before he passed away let's say a spiritual master today he gives initiation tomorrow he passes away what happens to his living spiritual master in flesh and blood 
His initiation is invalid. Oh, he does not have a guru. Oh, what to do? Yesterday only I took initiation. Today my spiritual master passed away. I need a living spiritual master. I will take re-initiation. Spiritual master is always living. Ah, that spiritual master dies again, you will take another spiritual master. All this crazy logic. Spiritual master is always living. They are misinterpreting. Guru, Sadhu, Shastra. Three pillars of life. Spiritual life. Sadhus are those who are practicing what Shastra and Guru is saying. That means we need living people's association. Therefore, Prabhupada said, I have created a society for association of ah, Vaishnavas. That is the purpose. Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. Each has its own place. How did everybody progress in Krishna consciousness and Prabhupada was there from 1966 to 1977? How did they progress? They got every instruction from Prabhupada. They got their services assigned by Prabhupada. He created the society for association of sadhus. And then they were each were respectful for their authorities, towards their authorities. There's another significant statement here Prabhupada makes. I never noticed that. One should be extremely careful about associating with persons who are not respectful to higher authorities. Huh? Most important thing, one should be extremely careful about associating persons who are not respectful to higher authorities. There is a whole, you know, Vaishnava means there is, it's a society. Even in the spiritual world, you have higher authorities, everything. Even if you have guru, you will be servant of servant, you may have higher authorities. Because the whole, entire teaching of spiritual life is how to be servant of the servant. So, somebody says, no, I am initiated by Prabhupada. I have no respect for anybody else. That means he has no eyes to see Prabhupada in his followers. That Prabhupada's amsha, if, if you are chanting 16 rounds, there is a Prabhupada amsha in you. As a follower, that should be respected. Somebody dedicated life for Prabhupada, you also dedicated. You have great respect for that person. Every devotee, you have great respect. So many defects he may have. He's dedicated himself. Yeah, that respect should be there. Grandarachimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada ki jai.